Hi, and welcome back to the Voice First Roundtable, Episode 9, for Tuesday, October the 31st, 2017. My name is Bradley Metrock. I'm CEO of a company called Score Publishing based here in Nashville, Tennessee. Our sponsor for the Voice First Roundtable is Voice XP, blazing the trail in voice technology. Voice XP is taking the lead in developing Alexa skills for some of the best brands in the world. With Voice XP, all you have to do is say it to revolutionize your marketing strategy. If you're not familiar with Voice XP, do yourself a favor, go to the browser, pause the podcast, type in www.voicexp.com, and you'll be glad that you did. Our guest today is Alex Fleetwood. Alex, say hello. Hey there, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Alex. So Alex is CEO and founder of Sensible Object. So Alex, if you would just take a second and explain to us what Sensible Object is. So I'm the CEO of Sensible Object, and that's a game design company that fuses the best of tabletop and digital play. So we make experiences that you play with your family and friends face-to-face, and they connect seamlessly with the digital devices in your home. Very cool. Tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to wanting to start a company that merged physical games with technology in the way that Sensible Object does? Sure. So I've been making games and interactive experiences uh, for a pretty long time. I spent part of my early career at the UK broadcaster Channel 4. Um, and this was in the sort of mid uh, noughties when there was lots of exciting innovation happening around digital interactivity and how that kind of fused with linear entertainment and a lot of that led me to working on and commissioning gaming projects and that was really where I found my passion. So I started a company about 10 years ago, my first company called Hide and Seek. Uh, It was an agency and we made games and interactive experiences for clients like Warner Brothers, Nike, PlayStation, those kinds of guys and made a lot of very interesting work and much of it was at this kind of meeting point between physical social play and digital gaming. And that's always been a real interest and passion of mine. And about three years ago, as uh, Toys Toys to Life was really taking off, if you remember that kind of trend for games and experiences like Skylanders. Uh, We were looking at that as a team at Hide and Seek and also looking at the fact that, you know, this is new ways to prototype and make connected experiences you know this was slightly before alexa but you know with technologies like bluetooth and you can prototype quite easily with things like arduino and 3d printing we felt that there was an opportunity for us to do something independently creative but that sort of targeted that same kind of space so uh, i found it sensible object and uh, we've been working in that area for about three years so i have to ask before i get into anything else from a philosophical standpoint what makes a good game? Gosh, right. Let's get straight into it, Bradley. I mean, you know, let's do it. All right. I'm stroking my beard here. Um, uh, I would say, you know, there's, a, there's as many answers to that as there are game designers. Uh, but I would say interesting choices, the way that a game can really connect you, um, you know, the fact that when we sit down to play together, we suspend the rules of ordinary life and we embrace the arbitrary rules of the game. And that means we can kind of connect with, with one another and reinforce relationships and, and, and in different and interesting ways, you know, because we're playing together and play 
it, you know, it, we, we learn about ourselves, we learn about each other. So I think that, you know, a good game gives us an opportunity to connect the people we're closest to and, uh, you know, does it in a way which, you know, the choices that we make and the, the actions that we perform are revealing. They're interesting. They tell us something about ourselves and each other. Hey, that's a great answer. It's, uh, that's fascinating. I've always been a big gamer. I'm much less of a board gamer, although I can hold my own in Catan. You ever played that? Oh, oh for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's the gateway drug to all kinds of uh, tabletop experiences. Uh, well, well, well said. Yes, it is. And, uh, but I've been a video gamer for my whole life. And uh, awesome. uh, unfortunately, less time these days, but still, uh, I love to find time to play. And with a young child, you know, my wife and I have a five-year-old. It's, it's fun to enjoy stuff like that with him as well. And yeah. So yeah, it's 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 uh, definitely fascinating to ask someone in your position what makes a good game, and I appreciate you uh, contemplating that. Let's uh, let's talk about Beasts of Balance. Sure. So Beasts of Balance was a very successful Kickstarter project uh, that you did. Talk to us a little bit about putting that game together and how that sort of led you to where you are uh, and where you have been with the TechStars Alexa Accelerator. Yeah, sure. So Beasts of Balance is Sensible Objects' first game. Uh, we started working on it in autumn 2015, and uh, we, crowd, we ran our first Kickstarter campaign early 2016 and shipped the game back end of last year. And Beasts of Balance is a stacking game that comes to life. So the, the gamers who are listening can think of it as a bit like Jenga meets Pokemon. So you have this real-world play experience where you're stacking these interesting and colorful objects in a tower, and that tower sits on some custom-sensing hardware that means that every time you add an object to the tower, it essentially has a magic power that affects a world which plays out on a connected digital screen. That's either a smartphone or a tablet, and now also a smart TV. So if you add a bear to the world on your tower, then a bear will appear in your world and then you might add some other animals and you'll cross and migrate and evolve them in different ways using different pieces. But the challenge is you have to keep both your tower and the ecosystem of the world that you've created in balance. Um, the, bear, the animals you create need caring for and nurturing and uh, the pieces are very odd shapes and quite hard to balance and stack together. Uh, and uh, when the tower, as it inevitably will do, falls over, uh, then the world you've created kind of explodes. You have to build another one. Very cool. Um, that's a game that we um, really kind of launched the company off of the back of. And so crowdfunding, you know, is a great way to, to begin that. And now we've been working pretty intensely over this year to uh, get that game into retail. So I'm excited to say that the game is uh, now in Apple stores uh, around the world. Uh, so one of just a handful of products that connect digital and physical play that, that Apple have featured. And uh, we're, we're in a bunch of other you know, retailers, not least Amazon, of course, I'm about to launch a Fire TV compatible app for the game. So if you have a Fire TV stick, uh, one of the new ones, you'll be able to enjoy the experience on the big screen. So your game is in Apple stores across the United States? It is. It is. We're, we're very excited and proud about that. As That's a, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, uh, I enjoy hating on Apple for all sorts of things that they <laughs> uh, don't do correctly, but 
this is not one of them. Good job, Apple. Uh, very good. And I'll have to go buy it. I have not bought the game yet. I need to. I, I will go to the Apple store here in Nashville and buy it today. Oh, nice one. Yeah, well, um, be, be, be sure to speak loudly about how awesome it looks while you're picking it up. You know? I will. I yeah, will. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm shameless like that. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so let's talk about voice originals. So share with us how, uh, what you're trying to do with voice originals. Share with us yeah. a little bit about when in Rome. Talk to us about uh, the whole deal. A big philosophy for our company is face-to-face, not face-to-screen. You know, we love video games. We love digital play. Uh, we love everything that's immersive and networked and fun about that. But we know that sometimes the games that are compelling for us as individuals take us away from the people we're closest to. Um, and I think you kind of alluded to this, you know, like I, as a parent, I don't really play console games anymore because I'm not going to, you know, bust out a kind of, you know, shoot them up when, when I've got my seven and four year old around, it's just kind of not an inclusive experience. You know, I sometimes say Call of Duty is the worst TV show ever made. Um, for, for other people to watch people shooting at you in the head, it's just not so far. So how do we make inclusive play experiences that are really uh, enjoyable for everybody? And, and, and for these face-to-face play experiences, we're actually connecting as a family or as friends, but that we don't throw away the digital. So Beast Balance is one expression of that. Now, Alexa as a technology has been around for roughly the same amount of time that Sensible Object has been around. And I've always been really inspired by the way that Alexa creates much more face-to-face social interaction in the home. You know, I don't need to pull out a screen to distract myself um, in order to do certain things. I can just ask Alexa and and get it done that way. And so I've always thought it would be a great technology to integrate into a tabletop game experience. Amazon created uh, something called the Alexa Fund, which is a corporate investment fund. And then the Alexa Fund ran something this summer called the Alexa Accelerator, powered by Techstars. So that was a three-month accelerator program where nine companies uh, received some investment and got access to a bunch of internal teams at at Amazon, uh, some of the people working on Alexa or retail or marketing, to help uh, them uh, um, and us develop new product concepts that do innovative and exciting things with the Alexa platform. And what we did is created a whole range of games called voice originals. Uh, So voice originals are... Uh, going to be a series of $25 games coming out next year. Each game will be a simple analog boxed game and it will have a companion Alexa skill where the uh, where Alexa will teach you how to play the game, but she will be the host of the experience. She'll keep track of the rules and the score. Uh, and then she will also be the conduit for rich audio that will make the experience more immersive and exciting. So that might be a dynamic soundtrack or voice acting. Or in the case of our first prototype, when in Rome, it's the voices of local residents of 20 cities around the world that we've recorded on location in those places. So When in Rome is a travel trivia game. Players fly Air Alexa uh, around the the world map game board. And when they visit a city, they meet one of these locals, they interact with them, and then that local challenges them to answer questions or do other other challenges in order to earn explorer points. So it's a kind of, you know, you could think of it as a a where in the world is Carmen San Diego 2.0. Somebody uh, recently kind of, that was their hot take on it. Uh, and I was, uh, yeah. I was always really awful at Carmen San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's certainly we're working on a on a question set 
where you can be good at listening and good at guessing and still have a, a shot at getting the questions right. I think that's so there's, there's hope for me. There's hope for me. That's what you're saying. Yeah, there is. There is. We'll <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure you have a good time. Okay. Um, and you know, it's really exciting merging the Alexa voice skill services. You know, the, the, what you can do with the skill with a tabletop experience because it really you know that what you know we're really drawing back into radio and and audio drama and all of these kind of slightly you know pre pre-broadcast pre-screen formats and they're very evocative they're, they they help us build this imaginative world of the game and actually that's kind of what a board game does as well you know when you play Catan, you sort of look at the boards and the pieces and you're slightly in this fantasy world aren't you know and we can now augment that with audio and 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 the kind of rich experience which we deliver through the speaker so yeah, it's a, it's a fun combination, and it's one that you know. When in Rome is the first game, and we plan to bring out a number of games. We'll be working with some guest designers and guest voice talent. Uh, we'll be announcing that over the coming months. That's uh, that's fascinating, and I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm looking forward to playing it. That's uh, that sounds really good. It's fascinating to me all these companies that are sort of like nibbling around the same core pursuit, which is enhancing gaming and enhancing storytelling really is the bottom line um using technology like alexa you know companies like earplay companies mm-hmm. like your uh tech stars uh colleagues at novel effect of course uh, um different companies are are pursuing this and this is the future you know this is this is where it's at and um and i applaud you for what you're doing i think it's fascinating and i, I it, it has every appearance like it'll be successful let me ask you two more things Sure. So it appears like all of the companies that participated in the Alexa Techstars Accelerator um, not only benefited greatly in terms of their momentum coming out of the program, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it looks like they enjoyed it as well. Would you characterize that as your experience? Oh, for sure. It was, it was a very intense experience, but it was an absolute blast. It's really a privilege to get a front row seat to a company like Amazon doing what they're doing with Alexa right now. And, you know, obviously you, you'll understand that I can't speak to too much of the detail of that, but just to, to witness what, a, what it looks like when an organization of Amazon scale and, and vision and, you know, is moving at the speed they're moving. It's a tremendously exciting experience. Sure. And, you know, I think, you know, it is a rare company. They act like a startup. They think like a startup. They do deals like a startup. And yet they're one of the most valuable companies in the world. It's a, it's a very exciting and, and dynamic environment to be in. Uh, I think we also, you know, we got a lot out of the out of the accelerator as a group of companies working together. So, you know, we have a company like Aspinity who are making a, a chip that can go into battery-powered voice devices. And you've got a company like Botnik who are doing amazing things with human-machine creativity. And all of these companies, you know, inspired each other. We all kind of learned a lot from one another. And I think that was another big benefit from, from, from the Accelerator. No, that's great. And it's very encouraging to hear that, that Amazon has managed that program as well as they have, because it just keeps the trajectory of voice-first technology moving um, at the accelerated rate it's moving at. It just helps the whole ecosystem that something like that exists and it's done so well. So that's great to really hear you say and confirm. My last question for you is, it's not really so much a question as a request. Mm-hmm. You've got to please uh, use the echo buttons in one of your games. Huh. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you brought those up. 
I, you know, the Bradley, I would say that the the even more than the buttons, the the really exciting thing that Amazon announced as part of its big package of you know, new Echo devices and, you know, different updates, which is when the buttons got announced. So what is this, three, four weeks ago now, is something called the Gadgets API. Mm. Uh, so the Gadgets API, um, there's not a lot of detail publicly available yet. There's a, there's a page up on the Amazon developer, the developer portal. But the, what, it, what it looks like to us is that third parties will be able to create custom hardware that connects uh, over Bluetooth to the uh, sort of ecosystem of Alexa devices in your home. And buttons are a kind of reference example of that. So buttons are obviously, you know, giving you not a voice input to Alexa, but a, a button press that goes over Bluetooth to, to the device. And that is incredibly exciting for us as game developers, because actually the, the kind of future that that points to, in my view, is not just voice in, voice out, but anything in and anything out, if you like. So where voice is part of a component of a network of connected devices in the home. So you might have a tablet, a smart TV, a smart speaker, and some custom hardware. You know, maybe, uh, you know, you've got some secret information. Let's say, for example, I don't know, maybe it's a spy game and you're all spying on each other. So you've got some secret mission info on your, on your personal phone so that only you can see that. And there's some shared mission info on a smart TV. And then you're communicating through the speaker um, or, or through your Fire TV stick or however to, to give instructions to the agents that are undertaking the mission in the field. So you've now got this kind of fun, you know, you can have a social experience. You can all be talking to each other. You can also be talking to Alexa through the AI. But then you've got a rich media experience with multiple screens showing different information at the same time. And that stuff, I think, is you know, it's, it's certainly where we want to head. We've designed voice originals to be winning. What we, we talk about it internally is kind of winning the early stages of the market. You know, we want to get some great games out to the market. We want to lead the way in making voice-first gaming a great experience. Uh, but then sort of further down the track, we imagine these kind of more ambitious games and experiences that really fuse video games and social play together in new ways. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And, and the things that you can tie the Echo Show or, or screen, you know, having a screen involved, um, sure. it, you know, is another part of that open door to creating those type of next level experiences. Alex, what you guys are doing is phenomenal. Let me close by asking you, for someone who's listened to this uh, episode of the Voice First Roundtable who wants to get a hold of you or the team at Sensible Object, what's the best way to do that? Oh, sure. Um, so you can visit us at www.sensibleobject.com. If anyone wants to email me directly, that's totally fine. I'm alex at sensibleobject.com. Um, yeah, or you can reach me on all the usual social media channels. Very cool. Alex, thank you very much for setting this time aside and sharing your insight no and problem. experience with us. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, Bradley, and, and anytime. For the Voice First Roundtable, thank you for listening. And until next time. Mm -hmm.